You'll know real when you get it. It will say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like a gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Hello, hello, it's Brooke DeVard, and you are listening to the Naked Beauty Podcast. You hear the song, you already know what time it is. This is the mother, daughter, grandmother episode. I'm so excited about this. We have got three generations of DeVard women on the same podcast. It is no wonder that I am the way that I am after speaking to my mom and grandma. They both have style and beauty and spades. And they just told me such great stories. I heard how they grew up. My mom grew up in the 70s, disco era, Studio 54. My grandma was a teenager in the 40s. That's Dorothy Dandridge and Lena Horne. Totally different sensibility, but they both have amazing personal style, amazing stories. And I actually learned a lot on this episode. My grandma is so funny. She's a self-described senior teenager. And of course, my mom has an amazing sense of style and a really unique approach to beauty. I had so much fun. It was an honor, honestly. An honor and privilege to talk to them. This is the first time I've had family on my podcast. Mom, I know you've listened to some episodes. I've listened to all of them. I am so excited to be a guest. Are we excited, Mom? I'm just delighted. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I really wanted to talk to both of you because as I've talked to women about their self-image and beauty routines, mothers come up a lot. So I want to talk to you guys about your own experiences and then your experiences with your mothers. You guys are, I guess, what, three generations apart or three decades apart in terms of when you were growing up as teenagers. So, Grandma, you were... I grew up in the late 40s. Okay. Uh, yeah, late 40s, early 50s. Okay. Really. And so when you were a teen... Where were you living at that time? In Florida, in Jacksonville, Florida. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And Mom, what about you? I grew up as a teenager... Where was I, Mom, as a teenager? In Connecticut, right? Connecticut, then... And Atlanta, then? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And that was the 70s? Yeah, because I was born in New York. When mom, mom will tell you, Grandma will tell you the story. I was born in New York, but then she decided to go back to school. So yeah, late 70s, yeah. Okay. So in your respective times, so for you in the 40s, what, who were the style and beauty icons of that time? I can't remember any one that I really looked up to except my teachers in okay. uh, high school. 
um, they, to me, were very, very attractive women. Mm -hmm. I had only two male teachers that I can remember. Okay. Uh, one taught Spanish, and the other one was, I think, a math teacher. But otherwise, I had uh, women. I was extremely impressed with the way they dressed. Mm -hmm. Uh, and they were dressed every day. Like very put together. Yes. yes. They yeah. had gloves. Uh, they all drove cars. Yeah. Did uh, they wear hats? And... No, didn't okay. really wear hats, but uh, wore makeup, mm -hmm. lipstick. I don't know mm -hmm. about anything else because I wasn't into really dealing with makeup, mm -hmm. but I do remember lipstick. Mm -hmm. And they were all just very attractive to me. Mm -hmm. And I've, I've watched movies from that era. Is Lena Horne around oh, 40s? She was, oh, yeah. She was She's extremely attractive. Ex beautiful. I tell you, in the 50s, who I was really attracted to was Dorothy Dandridge. Oh, yeah. Dorothy I was Dandridge. extremely yeah. attracted yeah. to her. I loved her hair. I even tried to... Uh, in, in fact, I have a picture of my yes, hair. Yes, yeah. I think I know the picture yes, you're talking I, about. I have yeah. a picture. And I love the way her eyebrows were shaped. Yeah, that perfect arch. Yes, 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 yes. And uh, that's the first I can remember of someone that I really paid attention yep. to, to their makeup mm -hmm. and how they really looked. She was in Carmen, wasn't she? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And she was Dark also a great actress yes. and singer and dancer, so yeah. kind of like the Beyonce yes. of her time. I her think time. so. I think so. And Mom, what about you in the 70s? Did you have... Yeah, no. So when I it was the era of makeup. Makeup was king. Yes. That was when you wore hundreds of you yeah. had contour, which is made a comeback, but you had like five shades of eyeshadow. You lined the top and the bottom. It was frosted eye eyelids. I mean it was just over the top. But I think of people like In Vogue and Salt and Pepper and mm. and Diana Ross that oh. were just it was like makeup, it was Studio Fifty Four. Mm -hmm. I mean, everyone was really trying to shine through their makeup. Yeah, and that was also the disco era, right? It was disco. It was very much disco. So you kind of had to be over the top to it make a statement. It was over the top. It was, I mean, it was like you couldn't see the person for all the makeup. <laughs> right, right. And so in terms of who you looked up to for beauty and style, was it those women? Were you influenced no, by them? it was my mother. I mean, I always looked up to your, you know, your grandmother. Mm -hmm. I mean, she was the most stylish, put-together woman I, I ever knew. And she always talks about the fact that I... At first, I rebelled against it um, mm -hmm. because I wasn't really interested in it. But Grandma was always just so well put together, always had a tremendous mm -hmm. sense of style. Yeah, I can attest to that. So when you were young, who, who taught each of you about beauty and makeup and how to do your hair? Because I, I had you. Mm -hmm. Girls now have YouTube, magazines. Growing up, were there resources, especially for black girls, to understand how to put, put yourself together? Did you learn from family? For me, it was family. Mm -hmm. I cannot remember any magazines that, mm -hmm. that I, I looked. Uh, I can't remember that. Um, so it was mostly other, other yeah, female family it, it members other, teaching you. It was teachers. It was uh, church members. I remember okay. two women in particular. Uh, and I can remember her name, Miss Mitchell, that uh, was extremely elegant, extremely elegant. And Miss Hall, and every Sunday I would wait to see what they were wearing. <laughs> I mean, they were really, really very, very elegant, yeah. always. Mm -hmm. And 
they did not work. They were uh, housewives, okay. but they prepared all week for Sunday. <laughs> just, just to make their appearance <laughs> To on make Sunday. their appearance and walk in late in church. Every Sunday. Oh, they walked in late oh, intentionally yes. so everyone intentionally, could see them. I think <laughs> that's funny. fashionably late. Yes, fashionably late, late, late. And what about you, Mom? Who, who did you learn from? Well, you know, for me, I mean, I, I know women now. I, every black girl I knew growing up knew how to do her hair. She could mm. slap perm in her hair. She could roller set it. I mean, everybody mm-hmm. knew how to do their mm-hmm. hair because it wasn't a thing that you went and got it done. And so you would stop. You you know, hype hair. There was a series, uh, there was a franchise of, of hair care companies called Black Hair Is when I got older. I've never heard of it. You wouldn't have heard of it because it was the first franchise black hair care company because they wanted to take a brand and, and, and make it uh, national. It didn't, it didn't survive, but everybody kind of knew how to do their hair. And I think that you would see a hairstyle and you just went home and tried it just or tried you'd it. ask somebody to show it to you. That's interesting. So growing up, what were the expectations around hair and makeup and how you presented yourself? Because I know I can remember being seven or eight and I really wanted those high heel jelly shoes. (laughs) And I think you were kind of on the fence about it, but I remember a conversation about them being too grown and you're well, you had the you had the Barbie doll high heels that you could wear at home but yes but for dre- but going yes. outside yes you know, that wasn't yes. happening no and I definitely wasn't you know able to wear makeup until I was right. older so did did you guys have similar expectations in your household around what was appropriate in terms of hair and makeup oh, yeah no there was very much a sense of being a child um and looking like a child you just okay. didn't you didn't you didn't. I, I, I didn't go out of the house as a child mm-hmm. with makeup on. Were you allowed to experiment with your look? Would Grandma allow you to experiment? She would have allowed me, but I wasn't she really interested. Yeah, I was a tomboy. You were a tomboy? Okay. She never... Uh, in fact, uh, we laugh now about Jerry because she was not. she's extremely fashionable now. But in high school, she was not fashionable. I was an athlete. Yeah, and that's me, school, but I, I, tried, I tried to dress her fancy yeah. and buy her. Th- she never wanted anything. She would go shopping with me, wanted nothing. Wow. She was not fashionable at all. So what changed? I think just an appreciation of watching my mother looking so good and so pretty. And I I didn't want it forced upon me. And I felt, you know, when I'd go shopping, it's like I had to. I, wasn't, I just wasn't interested. It wasn't right. something that I had any interest in. So it had to develop naturally, organically for me to really want it. Okay. So thinking ahead to when you guys were in your dating years, when you were going out on dates, what was kind of the ideal look to go out on a date with a guy that you were seeing? Well, I, I, I want to say something here because when I went, when I got to college, it was kind of like, so you grew up in the, I, I went to college in the late 70s, early 80s, and I cut all my hair off. I cut all my hair off, and I wore very, mm-hmm. very... I've seen pictures, but it looks amazing. A teeny, weeny... TWA. TWA. Teeny, weeny afro, yeah. And I was very confident that I was going to cut my hair, and that's what the way I wanted to mm-hmm. look. So I wasn't interested in kind of wearing my hair down my back or whatever for a guy. So my whole thing when I got to college, and of course you have to remember, I was 5'10". Yeah. And, and in high school, I kind of wore maybe flats, and Grandma said, no, why, why are you trying to make yourself small? You're tall. That's great advice. So I wore heels. And and when I was dating, though, in college, when you dated, I was always, always overdressed. I mean, (laughs) I never dressed down in college. The the jeans and T-shirt thing 
Never. Never. Just to go to the store, I would ask her to pick up a package for me. Mm -hmm. It took her an hour to get dressed. Oh, my god! Because gosh. she said she'll never know who she <laughs> meets along the way. So she was always immaculate. You had to be prepared. Hey, I went to Spelman yes. College. There's a lot of women. If you were going to compete, yeah. you had to bring your A game. Yeah. yeah. So, so for so when you did go on, so if you did all of that just to go around the corner, if you were to go on a date with a guy, what would you have worn? Well, it was the same thing because, and okay. I think part of it was because I wore my hair so short and I was so tall, mm -hmm. I had to make sure that all the other elements of my femininity came through. I see. So I, see. I was always prepared. I mean, you could pick me up from the grocery store, or the classroom, and I could go out on a date okay. because I was already overdone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've heard I've heard a saying that's like, uh, always stay ready so you never have to get ready. I was Right. Yeah. I would stay ready. Always ready. Yeah. Okay. Always ready. And what about you, Grandma? What would be like an ideal um, date night I, look? To go on a date, it was like Sunday dress. Okay, so like a uh, nice dress. Yes, yes. Uh, I came along where jeans were not in. Right. And pants were not in. Right. So I always had a dress. Okay. And I had what was called. Um, Sunday shoes, Sunday dress, okay, and school clothes and school shoes. Okay. So when I went out on out on a date, I was Sunday dress at okay. my best, whatever okay. my best was okay. is what I what I had on. Okay. So yes. what you would wear for a Saturday night, you yes. would wear to church the next and morning. And I always had a nickel to make a telephone call because that's what telephone calls ah. were at that time. So my mother would say, "Always have a nickel and a handkerchief." Always, <laughs> but grandmommy. So, so I'm so I'm talking yeah. to you now as my mother. But my grandmother, her mother, grandmommy dressed you guys impeccably. Oh yes, I know. I mean, I've seen they, pictures. They, pictures. Oh, yes. But that you have to think about the time when right. rocks were judged by the way they looked. Right. So right. you couldn't just roll into no. the store looking like you rolled out of bed. Right. You had to go right. like like you know your yeah. grandmother said with your Sunday best. But they always that's the day. When you would starch ribbon before yes. you tied on your hair, yes. the socks wow. had lace on them. Yes. Your shoes were white, mm -hmm. you know, very yeah. white. If they were white, patent leather was sparkling. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, the dresses were ironed with starch with Argo and, starch. In fact, today I had on early this morning I had on a pair of shoes and I said, "Wow, I didn't I didn't even clean those shoes." Yeah. Even now, you you don't think about mm -hmm. polishing your shoes. But I grew up in an era where you polish your shoes wow. before you walked out. And I looked down at my shoes and I said, oh, even these I have on now, I should have taken a wet cloth and wiped them off. They look, they look <laughs> fine. They look fine. You have on a pair of melon patent leather, leather But I could have wiped them off. Okay, all right. Grandmommy would be proud. <laughs> do, do you think the looking at the way women dress now in terms of those standards of what being put together is do you think do you, do you feel they've dropped dramatically personally i think so and i think first of all i don't i do not like the bus showing mm -hmm. i don't like that style and i don't like the style to see my butt <laughs> hanging out under my dress yeah. So yeah. I have problems with that, but I tell you what, I'm on a committee uh, in my sorority, and I thought they would hate me when I got up to talk about protocol, but they always ask me to talk to them mm -hmm. uh, about dress and how, and I tell them how I feel about it, mm -hmm. you know, and I said, if you want to hear the truth, I'll give the truth. The dress is too tight. <laughs> 
too short and you need to wear a different type bra because oh that's gosh. not the bra. I do not understand now not wearing Spanx because I grew up very thin, <laughs> yeah. but I always wore what was called a girdle. girdle. All yeah. of my life I wore a girdle yeah. and I was like But you were you're you're thin. still very skinny. skinny. You're yeah. still thin. But and I'm still thin, but I think women that are oversized ten or eight or whatever should wear Spanx. It shouldn't be <laughs> we had a saying when I grew up. It must be jelly because jam don't shake like that. I don't want to see all that shake. See, and I, I feel differently. I, I, yeah, I you think grew up in a different way. I know, you're right. But I think it's liber I think women should wear whatever the heck they want to wear and walk out the door. What you should wear okay. is confidence. Mm -hmm. It's not... I'm sorry, go ahead. So what about women, when you see women in their hair rollers walking around? Do you think that's... Uh, no, I, see, I don't judge that because here's okay. the thing. I always tell women, you should wear what you want to wear, but you need to be prepared for the consequences of being judged. Okay, that's You have good. to walk yeah. out the door feeling, if you want to walk out the door in curlers because you're saving your style for later or you don't have time, for, then do it. Do you and do it with confidence and mm -hmm. don't worry about what other people say. Mm -hmm. So I think it's liberating not to have to wear spanks or a girdle or mm -hmm. heels or gloves. And I say, though, be prepared to be judged by yeah. how you show up. That's mm -hmm. my only point. The, the rollers are great if you have a hat or a scarf yes. or something on. Yes. I don't want to see the pink rollers. Well, then I would. Then they would say, well, look away. All right. I, yeah, I, 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 didn't, I didn't leave the house to you. impress you, so I got stuff I to do. <laughs> that's why it's a different era that I grew up in. No, I think and, a lot of people are I, probably... Uh, and I, that's the way I feel, mm -hmm. and I don't think I'll ever And change. I think it's valid. Yeah. I think a lot of people feel the way you do. In fact, I probably... I'm, I may be in the minority. I don't know, because a lot of people have feelings about how people should show up and what they should wear and judge it. Yeah. I just think that there is something awfully freeing about being who you want to be and judges be damned. Mm -hmm. Well, you have a lot of corporate experience. Do you feel that same attitude oh, prevails? No, in that's okay. a different story. Okay. No. So you because think the consequences of being judged in a corporate setting are much more severe mm -hmm. than me leaving the house mm -hmm. and going to the grocery mm -hmm. store. So while I wouldn't go out of the house in rollers, mm -hmm. uh, I think that the person should be able to, but you showing up at work in whatever right. the equivalent of rollers is, mm -hmm. that's not going to work. Something that's come up on other shows when I've talked to women about this, going to a school where I had to wear a uniform, I think I learned a lot about, and also obviously from you guys, how to put myself together. And so that transition into a work environment wasn't difficult for me mm -hmm. at all. I kind of knew how mm -hmm. to be appropriate and present myself at work. A lot of people don't know. And mm -hmm. it's kind of surprising when I, what I see some people wearing, mm -hmm. usually younger people, mm -hmm. to work. Do you think that by that attitude of do whatever you want in your free time, if, if there's never an expectation that you have to look put together, then maybe those same women won't ever know how to do it. The rules work. change when you get to a court, the, yeah. all the yeah. rules, it's hard stop, wait a minute. You, yeah. are, you are walking through the door of judgment. Yeah. You're walking through the judgment on every single thing you do. Yeah. And so, no, you can't show up with rollers and you can't show up with, as grandma said, you know, your butt hanging out or your mm -hmm. breast exposed. That because what people only see that, they don't see what's in your mind or your right. brain. They can, and you may be the smartest thing to mm -hmm. come out of, you know, walk through the doors of that company, but they're never, ever going to mm -hmm. see it mm -hmm. because it's a saying, what you have, what you look like speaks so loudly. I can't yep. hear what you're saying. Yep. I tell you what, when, when I was in... High, junior high, high school, and college. We had what was called home economics. Yes. Oh, I, I, I had and, home ec. I, I did and not have home ec. <laughs> you were taught 
how to dress for certain occasions. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yes. Wow. Yes. They what to wear. I learned how to make a skirt. Oh, wow. You know, cut it mm-hmm. out with a band around it. The length of the mm-hmm. skirt. All of that. You learned how to sew uh, and yeah. fix things. That's, yeah. I don't think it's taught now. It's, yeah. Nobody talks about dress and what's mm-hmm. adequate mm-hmm. and what's not. And the strangest thing, in my mind, I still think about Children clothes, young people clothes, middle-aged people clothes, mm-hmm. and older people. Although I'm just a young teenager, and I don't think for myself <laughs> I wear what a teenager wears. In fact, in fact, uh, someone said to me, if I thought it was an insult, because when I went someplace uh, not so long ago, somebody said, oh, there's Jean, and, I, I said, and they said, you're dressed like a teenager. And I say, I am a senior teenager. <laughs> I am you a senior teenager. Good. You always look good, Mom. <laughs> yeah, you but, always look uh, great. I don't look at clothes now mm-hmm. for an age, if I like it. Right. And I feel, I'll tell you what my, your mother said to me. Do not wear anything showing your knees anymore. So <laughs> I'm trying. Like to, okay. I'm trying to wear to wear dresses now just a little below my knee yeah. if I can That's find chic, it. It's a chic, a chic thing. <laughs> yeah. So we all are like professional marathon shoppers. I think mm-hmm. the three of us could probably spend like 48 hours straight, maybe break yes. for a meal at one point shopping. And we all have an appreciation for style and fashion. And I think I had no choice but to become this because of who you guys are. Mm-hmm. How much of it do you think is genetic in the Devard women? And how much of it do you think is conditioning? And I'm It's all genetic. Okay. So it was your mom? Yes. Okay. My mother was a shopaholic okay. for her children. Okay. Not for herself. Okay. For her children. Interesting. And each one of us, in fact, each one of us had categories when we came along best dressed smartest so forth and so on all of her daughters were voted best dressed <laughs> well they should have been voted smartest too because you all, all yeah but your sisters but and my, uh, i know i know however it was the fashion yeah. that, that mm-hmm. she, the eye that she had she gave it to us mm-hmm. and i always looked even even now when i'm shopping with other women and they'll say i didn't see that I walk in and I can see my eyes just right. jump right, right to something yeah. that's completely different mm-hmm. and odd and so mm-hmm. forth and so on. And I can do that. Yeah, it's, it's and a real I skill. And I got that from shopping with my mom. Huh. I don't think it's genetic. I think if I was raised by a librarian, I'd be into books. I, I don't. Okay. I don't know. I, I, I think I don't it's. Know. I think no, no. I, I, it's like I, conditioning. It's, I it's the experience. It's both. I think yeah. it's, it's genetic. Happy. I mean, I went shopping with my mom. You went shopping with us. So you know, that's what you do. But yeah. I don't think I was born with a shopping gene, but I know some people feel that women are born with that shopping well, gene. Well, I have a badge that I wear on my gene every day, say, born to shop. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know anything else to do. <laughs> I think an appreciation for style is something that is handed down to you. Some some girls don't grow up understanding that style is something that should be expressed, that mm-hmm. should be invested in, and I certainly see it among my friends. Why do you think it's so important for women or for you individually to have a sense of style? Well, for me, it's just, it's my personality. Mm-hmm. I think it, it shows my personality. I, I don't, I think that style, and I was thinking when I was listening to, to your grandmother, it, to me, it gets better every generation. I, I like, I love your sense of style. Mm-hmm. Work. I love oh, your mm-hmm. edits and what, and how you show up and, I'm comfortable with what, what I wear and, and grandma and I will 
you know, grandma will show me something. I'll be like, ah, I'm not so sure. And I can show it to her and she can give me, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. feedback. But I think it, as I look down, it, 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 it gets better. But I think that style is a function. It, you, it, you show who you are. Mm-hmm. And I marvel at, one of the things that I enjoy is complimenting a woman. You look good. Yes. If I know her or not. Yes. You look good. Your yeah. hair looks yes. good. Yeah. That outfit looks good. Yeah. Yes. That dress looks good. Yeah. Those shoes look good. And it happens to grandma all the time. She gets stops like a rock star. Yeah. So I give that. But I think for me, I, I can only be authentic. I've always had to think about, you know, okay, so you have to go to this. How do you dress? And it's just, it comes natural to mm-hmm, me. And mm-hmm. if it's stylish, okay, but it's just who I am. Yep. So, so you see what you wear and the way you do, it's just an expression of your personality. It really yeah. is. It mm-hmm. really is. And, and that's what, and that's how, but when I look at people, I see their personality yes. through what they have on. Absolutely. If you just show up like right. looking right. like any old kind right. of way, I right. think, oh, well, okay, this isn't yeah. an interesting creative yeah. person. Right. And it, I mean, it happens to me all the time in New York City. I can see a woman who's incredibly stylish and I just automatically you associate... Gravitate. Yeah, you know, you follow her for an extra right. block and you yeah. think, about, Gosh, look at you her. think wow. about how interesting, interesting yes. her life must yes. be. Um, and, and, I, and I do, to kind of, especially for hair women with natural hair, I was just complimenting a woman at TSA on our mm-hmm. way over here. She had beautiful natural hair with these kind of like light brown highlights and it just looked so pretty. And when I complimented her, I'm sure she was not having a great day at TSA the day before Thanksgiving, but you could tell she just kind of lit up and really yeah. appreciated the compliment. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. 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 I'm I'm very impressed with your style, the oh, natural style group. It is absolutely gorgeous. And it's so many different styles. I mean every time I see it, it's a different style. <laughs> yes, yes. You know. Um I grew up with natural hair but braids. Oh, I had okay. braids uh uh, until maybe I was 14. But your braids are what we used to call plaits. Yeah, yeah. So I, braids, I, not like the I braids, braids, like the Not African like extensions, no, not micro braids. Three plaits. Yeah, this is yeah. where you parted your hair down yeah, the middle yeah, and yeah. you we, put it, we, flatted yeah, it. We, it's like yeah. how I wear my hair to go to sleep, like right. a protective yeah. style. Or the early pictures of you as a little girl yes. with those long, yes. But I think plaits. that's so cute. Yeah. You know, you, know yeah. you got a good model, you got a good brush, a spray bottle of water and some grease, and you did it. Yeah, definitely agrees. When was, when was the whole the Black is Beautiful movement? That was what in the sixties. Black is beautiful. Well, sixties, and then 60s it came around it came for, for the Black Panther. Like oh, when? the Black Panthers were the sixties. Yeah. Okay, yeah, Black and then the, the, Black the early part of the seventies. And but yeah. then it, it's actually never died down. There's mm-hmm. always been an element of Black women that wore their hair They're natural. natural. Yeah. Right, it's not a new thing. Yeah, it's not a new thing. Right. No. That, but it is new in terms of the numbers of young mm-hmm. women yes. that have embraced that. Like I said, mm-hmm. when in the se- even in the seventies when I was in co- late seventies. I wore my hair short and natural for all four years of college. Mm-hmm. Grandma has been wearing her hair short and natural. How many years now, Mom? 35 years. It, it, there's always been mm-hmm. an element of that. But I love it now because it's it's not it's not a style statement. It's, again, it's like who you are right. and what you're comfortable with. Right. We don't have to coerce our hair into something that it's not. I tried it, it didn't work for me, but I love all the women that can hang mm-hmm. in there. What was your line that made me laugh so hard when you were trying to, <laughs> to grow your hair natural? And I was sending you all these videos on YouTube and stories about transitioning. And I was like, how's your transitioning period going? And what did you say? I said, I'm transitioning to a perm. <laughs> I was dying of laughter. Yeah, I think, I think understanding what works for you is, is really important. So I think Personally, for me, most of my best beauty advice has come from you, even if I didn't realize it at the time. And we certainly share tips. You, you put me onto the Dennis Gross pads, the oh, Niels yeah, Yard yeah. Beauty, but you know, right. if you find something great, you usually tell me. Or growing up, if I wanted to do something 
you would just say no and that you'll understand why I'm telling you no later. I remember when I wanted to dye my hair and you were like, just don't do it. You're going to damage your hair. And I'm so happy I did it. What growing up for you, mom, what was the best kind of beauty advice that you got from grandma? Wow, that's a good question, mom. Beauty advice. I don't know. Grandma was always so beautiful. I think that I, I didn't like, Grandma never told me kind of what to do and not to do. I don't remember you telling me that, Mom. Do you? I don't think so because you didn't wear makeup. You and... didn't. You didn't do it. <laughs> you were like a tomboy looking. Uh, <laughs> Did I do my? Well, my even for my hair. When I cut my hair, you were fine with that. You didn't oh, yeah. say, "Oh my God, no. don't cut your no, hair." No, it was fine. I never wanted to dye it. No. Okay. I, you know, yeah. it was yeah. fine. I remember you growing up telling me to wash my face at night as like mm-hmm. such a like off, yeah. it was just like take your makeup off right. and now I do it instinctually mm-hmm. but I know girls that don't take their makeup off every night and I just no, can't no, even I, imagine it I, but well, once it's drilled into you you the just the one thing the, so the thing is I remember about you was taking your makeup off at night because I would see you but also remember when you were getting your hair braided oh yeah not too tight and oh to my tell God. them not to put I, tension you, you on my scalp hairline, and I said if I'm gonna I always went with you Yep. And I would hold the end of your hair when they were braiding. I said, that is too tight. Mm-hmm. You have to loosen it up. Mm-hmm. And they would kind of give me the side eye. as like, I know we're, we're going to fall out, but I'm not going to know you. And my mm-hmm. child doesn't have a hairline. I won't be able to find you. So mm-hmm. Yeah. No, but thank you for saving my hairline. I, <laughs> I really appreciate that. Looking back, are there any kind of fashion faux pas or beauty faux pas or pictures that you look back I don't know if you ever had like a jerry curler. Is there is there no, anything that you ever? Yeah, I wouldn't think you would have. But is there anything that you look back at and think, what was I thinking in that time? No, because I mean, I look at it now. It's interesting. You look at something with you know new millennial eyes, like this, a lot of the frosted eyeshadow and all the contouring and you know all, all the frosted lip gloss. Um, and I remember I learned how to put lashes on when I was a teenager. So I, there was. Uh, weeks where I went with just lashes. I wore strip lashes oh every gosh. day. So I went through my period of that. But it was all stylish for that time. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever I did was stylish for that time. And I don't really look back at any pic no one could kind of blackmail me with any pictures because it was the thing at that time. I don't know about you mom. I never wore makeup. I mm. I never did. I I tried with uh an eyebrow pencil, um I never did my eyes, what he called Eyeliner? I, I never Eyeliner. did the... But she was a picture of you where, you're right, your eyebrows and but and just lipstick, right? It was very really yeah, light. Yeah. Is that yeah. the same Dorothy Dandridge picture that we're thinking of? No, it's a, oh. mine is a different picture yeah, that okay. I have of I, yeah. I didn't I didn't really wear makeup. Okay. Um, but you always had beautiful skin even now. Yeah, I, I didn't wear makeup. My mother... Uh, told us, uh, taught us not to wear makeup. And I used what was called... And what called, was that? Was it not to take She said, the... your skin will be pretty if you don't uh, drown it out with foundation uh-huh. makeup. Huh. And at that time, when I grew up, you did not have uh, different textures and different colors. Oh, right, that's right. So foundation that red, ugly-looking yeah. makeup. That's right. So Come a long I way. did not that's wear right. makeup. That's right. Yeah. I, my mother brought, bought something that was called, and I can remember it, black and white vanishing cream. Mm-hmm. And that's what we put on our face. What was it? Was it a it was a cream. It was a vanishing cream. Vanishing for? For makeup. For, for 
It was, I guess it was a moisturizer or something. It was yeah. called okay. Vanishing Cream. Sounds kind of like a beauty BB cream, yeah. right? Like yeah, a, BB cream, yeah. And I put that on my face, and that was it. And mm-hmm. did not wear lipstick. Mm, no mascara? No, nothing, nothing, huh. nothing. And I have to think about it now uh, to put mascara on and yeah, eyeliner yeah. and all that kind of stuff. You I have to maybe do that that's... Now. No, yeah. I don't. I have to think about it if I, if I do it because... Uh, I, I mm-hmm. just don't wear makeup. Maybe the that's why your skin I, is so good now. The other thing I can remember is that on my dress, I had that black and white vanishing cream, and I had, uh, I can't think of the name of the Vaseline. It's a na- name for Vaseline. Is it the jo- Jolene, maybe? No, okay. I can't think of it back in my day, but it was uh, pure Vaseline okay. that yeah. I, I put all over my skin, Okay. my legs and everything. Yeah. And Jerkins, 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 lotion. Yeah, that was my. Yes, that was my my makeup. Yes, I remember that staying with makeup. you in Atlanta, and Alexander and I had to put lotion after yeah. we got out of the shower. Yeah. It was like That's lotion, right. lotion everywhere. <laughs> yeah. So, what do I have to look forward to at twenty seven now in terms of beauty and aging? Oh my God! Look at your grandmother. I mean, she's yes. 83 years old. Yes. She doesn't have a, a wrinkle. <laughs> I know. I mean, Botox, I rest of, what are you talking about? She doesn't have a wrinkle. Her skin is flawless. But now I I'm mean, thinking it may be because she didn't put a bunch of stuff on her face growing you, up. You didn't put a lot of stuff on. You didn't wear a lot of makeup. Uh, I don't know. I think it's... Yeah. Uh, it, now, this is what I think is genetic. Yes, You inherit is, yeah. your skin, hair, nail genes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you kind of got the lottery on, on mm-hmm. that looking at your, you know... Yeah, your grandmother. One of the things that you guys both do that I have I have yet to kind of reach this uh, point in my personal style, but you guys both have signature hairstyles, right? Your hair, mm. it kind of stays your hair. Mm-hmm. It doesn't change dramatically. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, well, you know, uh, <laughs> mine should because I hate a hairstyle that never changes. Well, I, it's always short. It's, it's always a very different yeah. version of on my face, away from my face. Yeah. But, uh-huh. I I feel like I, I look forward to, I'm I think I'm still at the point where I want to experiment and try different you things should. and do it. As a young woman. As a young woman. You see pictures, my hair is different. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. Different yeah. Styles. very different. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Very different styles. Yeah. 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 No, yeah. you're young. You wear it any way you, whatever way you want to yeah. do it. Oh, yeah. yeah. So in terms of kind of getting older, do you has your, how has your relationship with your self-image changed? Do you feel more confident than you did in your 20s? Do you? I am extremely confident, and I have been confident since the, I would say, 37, mm. 38. Interesting. I have been extremely confident. I think I was 37 when I, earned, when I earned a Ph.D. from the University of Connecticut. And one of the things I had a professor to tell me is that if someone asks you a question and you don't know, say, I'm not sure, but I'll get back to you. Mm. I've always remembered that. So I am extremely positive about myself, mm-hmm. the way I look, the way I act, and mm-hmm. everything. I have no regrets. Uh, I said I tried to think back, what do I regret in my life? And I said, absolutely nothing. Even though I had a husband that was horrible, my first husband, my children's father. But then I look at my children. Mm -hmm. I have beautiful, smart, intelligent, loving children. 
So I thank him for that. Mm -hmm. So no matter what happens in life, it might seem like it's the end. Mm -hmm. It's never the end. Mm -hmm. You look for the best in what it is, the good in it. Mm -hmm. And the good out of that marriage was my two children. Mm -hmm. It's interesting that you point to your kind of late 30s being the point where you feel yes. like you... Because I've heard, and I haven't reached my 30s yet, but I've heard that your 30s does become this very defining mm -hmm. period mm -hmm. in your life mm -hmm. and that people kind of put a lot of attention on your 20s because you're young, but that's actually not mm -mm. The, when you have the best relationship with yourself. Do you find mm -hmm. that to be true, Mom? I have found every stage that I was at to be the best. I really, It's kind of like people say, oh, your kids are so great when they're little. Oh, wait till they're... You know, they're, they're toddlers and then wait till they're teenagers. And, you know, like Grandma, I mean, I have two beautiful, you and Alexander are the joy of your father and I's life. And I've enjoyed every stage. And, and I've enjoyed every stage of my growing older. You know, I, don't, mm -hmm. I look in the mirror and I, I, I love what I see. Now, it's not always fabulous, but I'm comfortable. I, I walk out of the house without makeup. I'm good. I'm okay. Right, right. You know, I don't feel that I have to do anything other than what I want to do. So going from you know putting on false lashes to walk mm -hmm. out of the house to now being able to walk out without without makeup, were you in your that time but period? But her wardrobe dictates elegance. Yes. So right. whatever she, she walks out in, yes, yeah, she is very elegantly dressed. Right. So that's. I don't know if, I don't no, I'm telling you, Jerry. You really need to see me, Mom. No, yeah. I know. I no, have seen I, you. I've never seen you. I have seen I've you. I've never seen you look. And not I said... Even in jeans. I said, oh, that's a beautiful dress. Well, that's a Prada. Yeah. Like, wow. I would have a special occasion to wear the Prada dress. The, not to go to the grocery store. The only thing I think that you have to leave the house with, and I'm going to sound like a you know, old grandma, is sunscreen. You get you got to put on yeah, sunscreen. Gotcha. You, just, you just have to. And I and I was late. I was probably in my late 30s before I realized the value of sunscreen on my dermatologist. Because I thought, you know, melanin, I've got that in spades. I don't right. need it. And my dermatologist said, the sun is not your friend. And, yeah. You know, so, so I, I, I think that sun, that's the thing that I'm religious about. Mm -hmm. But, I, you know, that's the beauty of being a woman. I enjoy dressing up. I, right. I love it. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. It's not something you have to do. It's something that yeah, you it's get something to I do. do. But mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't feel that I have to put on a face to face the world. I mm -hmm. put it on when and if I want to. Yeah. No, I, I think that's, I think that's um, a good point. In terms of getting older, what is something that you guys have gone through that no one kind of told you about or prepares you for or you wish you had been better prepared for? Um, I cannot think of anything. Um, the one thing <laughs> with uh, in my 80s now and uh, with other women that are in their 80s and early 90s, they say getting old is beautiful, but it's pure hell. <laughs> <laughs> what makes it pure hell? Because you have pains every mm. other day. Mm. I mean, there's always something. In fact, I sent my niece to pick up a prescription for me, and the woman gave her another prescription. And I had to laugh. I said, oh, all my prescriptions are due. They always do. You go there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, but it's uh, you have to know that everything gets old. Mm -hmm. And everything breaks down. Mm -hmm. So it break, it's breaking down with me. Mm -hmm. But I'm thankful that I'm not really broken down. <laughs> no, <laughs> not, you don't... not really broken no, down. No. That, that I'm still able to do for myself. I'm mm -hmm. still able to think. I'm still mm -hmm. able to, 
I can't wait until tomorrow morning because between 10 and 12, I've got to go shopping because I think I have a one o'clock appointment. <laughs> so I have two hours to get up and try to shop before I meet you guys to go for something else. But um, I am enjoying mm-hmm. aging. I, I really am. I, I'm, I'm truly blessed to have been uh, 80 years old mm-hmm. before I really had a, a, a catastrophe, so to speak, mm-hmm. having uh, cancer. But I'm blessed. Mm-hmm. And when I looked at young women in chemotherapy that had children mm-hmm. and had to work, Mm-hmm. and all of that, tears came to my eyes. Mm-hmm. And I thank God that I didn't have, and as a single mother, to have cancer and mm-hmm. having to work and take care of two children, it would have been a disaster. So mm-hmm. I'm blessed, mm-hmm. and I thank God every day for that. What about you, Mom? Any- you know, and I, well, Grandma says growing old is beautiful. I don't agree with that. I mean, every day I look in the mirror, it's like, wait a minute. But you look my- amazing. Oh, yeah, okay, I- but, but when did my knees drop? Wait a minute, what? what, what? Wait. Or you catch a, a glimpse of something. You walk oh, by, yeah. you're like, wait a minute, what? Like, my butt has dropped down to my <laughs> legs and thighs. They got um, injections for that, Mom. You can I don't want to do that. <laughs> Could you imagine if they're oh, all... No, 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 no. But I, I, no, I think that you have to... You, you just have to not try and fight it. That's the you thing. I, I, in, you know, mm-hmm. li- living... You, you see people that try and fight it, and, and, I, and I, but I think you should work with it. Yeah, I think yeah. you should work with it. Don't mm-hmm. fight it, but work with it. Mm-hmm. And right. you know, it's not beautiful. I, you know, I don't like the process of aging, but I certainly, it beats the alternative. That's well, you, you will like it as you age. I can say anything I want to say, and people say, oh, see, I'll just walk away from it. <laughs> uh, you can say anything you want to say. You can do what you want to do. Well, but how about on the but but in terms of what Brooke is talking about, in terms of beauty and how you look and your body and your, well, all of that. Well, you have to realize what is becoming to you. What looks good mm-hmm. on you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you could probably say and that about any age, right? No, no, no. no. When okay. you're aging, you've got oh right mm-hmm. age appropriate. You've no, that's true. Right. Yeah. You've that's got true. to right. You've got to feel good right. about how you look. At this particular age. No, you're right, you're mm-hmm. right. But but gravity does not your friend. Oh, gravity is not your friend. <laughs> It'll never be your friend. <laughs> gravity and just, right, just takes in over. Fact, I have to laugh because... <laughs> just want to lift everything up 40 degrees. 40. I have a, a girlfriend, 75, and she called me crying because she said, uh, Jeannie, tell me the truth. Am I looking old? I said, how old are you? She said, 75. I said, think about what you asked me. <laughs> <laughs> think about what you asked me. <laughs> You look well, seventy five. But I, but I must say, and Brooke, you know, all of my girlfriends, they look amazing. They do. I yeah. mean, oh, yeah. I try not to stand next to any of them. They you guys all, all are like they drinking are all, blood. I, I don't know, and they're all naturally beautiful. They dress appropriately. They have amazing mm-hmm. style and beauty and grace. And I don't know, maybe it's like contagious that, but they all mm-hmm. look just. Amazing. That's true. I think one thing that I'm really looking forward to is putting my comfort first. Like Mm -hmm. I always, I think it's so nice, especially you, Grandma, you'll wear beautiful flats and a nice beautiful sweater Mm -hmm. with a colorful scarf. Mm -hmm. And you look great, but you also look very comfortable. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I feel like, 
you know, being recently married, when I go out with Umut, I want to look sexy and I want to have heels and a nice dress. Well, you should. That, yeah. But we, and, grandma and, and I, I did that, too. And I, was, I know. And I just. they call spike heels. Now they call them stilettos. Stilettos, yeah. I went through spike heels yeah. and short dresses and yeah. all that stuff. And I like it and I understand that this is a time when, you know, if you've got it, flaunt it. But yes. I do look forward to that being behind me. Well, don't look forward to it. No. Don't really? For, no, no, no. I enjoy the sexy bondage yes. whatever dress because yes. you have to enjoy every phase of your fashion mm. style and evolution life mm-hmm. you can't don't don't look forward it's like people say oh wait until the kids talk wait until yeah i enjoy it every so you have to enjoy the phase that you're Just in now. now yeah and because there'll come a time when you can't when you can't wear them when you can't even though you want to wear right. them right. sexy you can't right. do it yeah, right. so okay. enjoy. I'm gonna try it. I'll, I'll keep that in mind. We're going to Miami on Saturday night, so. Oh well, you gotta bring the sexy to I'll, Miami. I'll oh take, yeah, I'll take the yeah. heels. Definitely, <laughs> come on. Yeah. Definitely. All right. This is my last question. I ask everyone who comes on my show. When do each of you feel most beautiful? I think when I'm when I'm when I'm out with your father, and he Aww. turns to me and gives me that look like, and and your father, he does this look. He looks at me, goes. <laughs> And it's like, uh, he says, you look good. I was like, well, thank you. That's when I feel like, okay. So, cause he, we've been together what 33 years and the fact that he still sees something in me that sparks him, that makes him smile and, and gives him that extra step. I I like that. And is there anything particular that you wear that you know that dad likes or is it just, well, your father, Brooke, I don't know if I, your father, I I am so much more conservative than your father. I'll be like, is this too low cut? No, wear that. Are these heels too, no, wear that. (laughs) Is this too high cut? No, wear that, wear that. I'm like, okay, so (laughs) no, it's like, I'm amazed at how, and and your father's a pretty conservative person. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. But I just tell him that he married his trophy wife, so, you know, (laughs) his first wife was his trophy wife, and he just wants to. First and only wife. First and only wife, yeah, so far. Let's find some wood, who knows. (laughs) What about you, Grandma? I don't know. I think I feel my best when I'm at home. I have a room in my house that I really, really love. It's a veranda. The sun uh, room with sun. all the plants. I love yeah. that. Yeah. And when I have time to really relax and I'm just in there mm-hmm. alone, I feel so good mm-hmm. and so comfortable mm-hmm. and so at ease. Mm-hmm. And uh, when we were looking to buy... That was the one thing that pushed me mm-hmm. to buy that particular mm-hmm. house, that room. I love it. Yeah. And I feel so good in that room. And during my healing days, I spent most of the time in that in room. In that room. Yes. I think yes. that's so important for women to have a space of yes. their own. I think about your beautiful yes. walk-in closet here, Mom, with your mm-hmm. vanity mm-hmm. and all of your I know. fragrance. And you've always collected you've perfume always, bottles. Yeah, you've always collected mm-hmm. perfume bottles. But I think it's so important to have, even if it's you know, a small corner in your mm-hmm. dormitory mm-hmm. room at mm-hmm. school where you do, mm-hmm. I feel like it's very important to create a space for yourself to feel mm-hmm. your yeah, best. And where, and where you can touch and see the things that mm-hmm. are precious to you. Yeah. Well, in that room, I have pictures of my mother, father, mm-hmm. my children. I have odd pieces that your mother bought for me. Mm-hmm. It's just so many things in that room, mm-hmm. you know, oh, macrame that that my son oh, the macrame, made yeah. for me. I yeah. look at that. So in that room, everything in there have real meaning to me, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I think that's that's what it is. I I really uh, love about that room, and pictures with celebrities and pictures with 
Different humble people. brag. Yeah, just yeah. pictures of celebrities. Oh, and yeah. Oh, yeah. Bragging, 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 bragging. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for coming to talk to me on the show. Well, well, and thank you, Brooke. We're thank so you proud for of inviting you, me. And this has been fun. It, I don't know yeah. if this is we've ever done this. We've before, never so done this. I know. Before. I know. I may want to interview you guys again. All right. That sounds good. Right. I'll be ready. Aren't they the best? Thank you guys for listening. If it's been a while, call your mom, call your grandma. Even if it hasn't been a while, give them a call. Tell them you love them. You are who you are because of them. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.